welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey. Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. This is Bev Herring and my handsome husband is on assignment. So hey, today we're going to talk about maximizing opportunities. Hallelujah. Who wouldn't want to? You know, the word that we were given this morning when Harold and I were talking is the word opportunity. President Theodore Roosevelt once said, do what you can with what you have where you are. You know, we always need to start where we are with what we've got at the moment that we've got it. First, we need to know that we have the God-given ability to perform at a level that we've never previously thought possible. We've talked about this before. You know, God has given us an ability to perform at a level that we didn't previously think that was possible. But once the unique opportunities started to come our way, we realized, well, we had more in us than we thought. Romans 12, 6. Romans 12, 6 in the Living Bible says, God has given each of us the ability to do certain things well. This empowerment is really a gift from the Holy Spirit. 2 Timothy 1.14, 2 Timothy 1.14 in the Living Bible tells us this, Guard well the splendid God-given ability you received as a gift from the Holy Spirit who lives within you. Second, according to Matthew 25.14, 25.14, each of the three servants that are talked about were given talents according to their several ability. What we have at the moment is what we can handle. But you know, God, well, he's always taking us and wanting us to go from glory to glory. So it's really important to understand that he wants us, if we want to apply ourselves, to be able to handle more with a little bit more understanding. Remember, we need to start where we have, what we, with what we have, where we are, and make the best of it. That's how he's able to open up new opportunities for us. And third, we may not have the education or vocational training required for the next position that we might want. However, we don't need to complain about what we don't have. We need to use what we do have. And then if we are going to go on to the next level, create a plan to get where we are, from where we are to where we want to be. Once we start using what we've got, you know this, when you start a job, you have a learning curve. You start to discover that you can do certain things as you begin to apply yourself to them. You're able to do and accomplish more than you actually thought was possible. And then you start to begin to see opportunities that you've never seen before. The first two servants in Matthew 25 decided in their minds, purposed in their hearts, to maximize the opportunities they were given. Whereas, unfortunately, the third servant did not. There are definitely defining moments in our careers, in our lives, where we are given or take or seize the opportunity to change our destiny. I believe the first two servants were very happy to be given the opportunity to prove themselves to their master. They seized the moment and the opportunity they'd been given. Galatians 6.10, Galatians 6.10 in the New International Version says, Therefore, as we have opportunity... Let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. And in Ephesians 5, 15 and 16, 
Ephesians 5, verses 15 and 16 in the New International Version, it says, Be very careful, then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. You know, it says, hallelujah, Colossians 4, 5, and 6, lots of scriptures today. Colossians 4, 5, and 6, New International Version, Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. As unbelievable as it does sound sometimes, there are some people who sleep away their God-given opportunities in a bed or even perhaps a cubicle. Proverbs 10.5, Living Bible says, A wise youth makes hay while the sun shines. But what a shame to see a lad who sleeps away his hour of opportunity. There's a little bit of a different take in Ephesians 5:15 through 17 in the Living Bible. It says, so be careful how you act. These are difficult days. Don't be fools, be wise. Make the most of every opportunity you have for doing good. Going back to Francis Bacon, the English philosopher and author, many years ago, many couple centuries ago now, he says a wise man will make more opportunities than he finds. What about today? Things are not the same as they used to be. We have to be looking for opportunities everywhere we are. So what opportunities are you maximizing today? You might say, well, I'm going to church. But you know what? You can maximize opportunities by blessing people even at church. And then tomorrow when you start off on a Monday, what opportunities? Well, to be a better employee or be a better boss or even be a better husband or wife or friend. What opportunities are we maximizing? Every day is a day to maximize opportunities. And one more thing, and this is important, never compare your situation or opportunity with that of others. Nowhere in Matthew 25 do we read truly that the servant who got the two talents complained because he didn't get five like the first servant. The second service servant was happy to get what he got and proved himself worthy of the trust that he'd been giving, been given by the master and was able to succeed. Do you compare yourself with others or maybe fellow employees or friends and then complain when they receive something you didn't? Maybe an opportunity or otherwise. God has something for every one of us to have and do. In Galatians, uh, Galatians, that's a Colossians, Galatians crossover. In Galatians 6, 4 and 5, Galatians 6, 4 and 5, in God's word translation, it says, each of you must examine your own actions. Then you can be proud of your own accomplishments without comparing yourself to others. Assume your own responsibility. And in the classic amplified version of Galatians 6, 4, it says, but let everyone, or says it this way, but let everyone carefully scrutinize and examine and test his own conduct and his own work. This means that we are accountable for our actions, what we do or don't do. There are so many people today who don't want to be accountable for their actions, but in the end, we will all be accountable for our actions. So how do we act and react? What do we say and we don't say? We can't blame anybody else for our actions. We are the master of our own destiny. We are the, the captain of our own ship. We are the creator of our own destinies. 
and we're to continually inspect what we're doing and how it lines up with the Word of God. When we know that we've done the best job possible, there's no need to compare ourselves to anybody else. In Galatians 6, 4 in the New Living Translation, this is the way it says it. Pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done, and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. We should really only be comparing ourselves to the Lord. We can't really ever succeed in life by comparing ourselves to others or complaining about why someone else is given something we weren't. Actually, we don't need to covet anything that our neighbor has. God has plenty right here for us. The, the third servant has always been an interesting, well, well, an interesting study, I call it, in negativity and perhaps in lack of motivation. He was lazy, he made excuses, he questioned authority, was afraid to do what he was asked, and failed to increase what he'd been given. Plus, he even buried his talent that he was given. In Matthew 25, 18, Matthew 25, 18, Classic Amplified, it says, But he who had received the one talent went and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. We don't need to bury opportunities. We don't need to complain about them. We need to start thinking it through today, using what we've got, where he wants us to use it. God is always giving us an opportunity every day. That's what our Heavenly Father really expects of each of us. Your opportunities are from God. What you do with them is your gift back to God. So what are we doing with what we've got today? That is the question. So as we look over this, maximizing our opportunities, like I said, it may be Sunday. It may be Sunday. But the point of it is, is God has given us today. I love this expression, truthfully. It says, he is not the great I was, meaning God is not in our past. Our past is gone. Our rearview mirror is only for just reflection and keeping on going. He's not the great I will be. God is not looking for us to look too far into the future because he's not, he's preparing it for us, but we're not there yet. Today, yes, today is the, he is the great I am, meaning the moment that we're living right now on this Sunday, this moment that we're living, we have the great I am living in us. He's given us the breath of life. And not only that, we have a pretty fascinating book by Jonathan Kahn called The Mysteries. Let's see, I'm trying to think of the exact name. The Book of Mysteries, that's it. And he talks about the great I am. The great I am, when you say, uh, uh, go up to somebody and say, I am, or I come up to you and say, I am Beth Herring. What I'm saying is, I am. That is the God in me, the I am, and he made me Bev Herring. So I am saying, I am Bev Herring. I represent the Lord God. Every one of us has been given the breath of life. And that breath of life is what he placed inside us. And he's given us opportunities every day to see how we're going to maximize them in our lives. That's an incredible, well, potential experience. We, we can just do things that we just didn't even know we could do. 
So today, we're going to challenge you to go out there and, well, be open to the Holy Spirit and see what he's going to use you to do today to bless somebody else so he can bless you right back and bring a harvest into your life. Hallelujah. If you've enjoyed today's teaching, let's go to haroldherring.com and click sow a seed if you, and just give a seed if you feel so led. That's all we ask. We don't ever ask anything more than that. We want you to have a blessed, fabulous Sunday. We praise the Lord for you. And until next time, God bless you. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you so much. Thanks for tuning in every day. Bye-bye.